It's been a slow day for me. Day off? Yeah. Nice. Do enjoy those. Yeah. Released the podcast, played some Gears, played Played some Classic. Played a lot of Gears. Record a podcast. Yeah, doing that Two podcast things today. Oh my god. What if I put this one out as well today? That would be the podcastiest day of all podcasts, I believe. Damn, I should have saved that idea for International Podcast Day coming up in you like two should. weeks. You can release two podcasts on the same day. <laughs> I beat that other podcasts. Did you release two episodes on the same day? I didn't think so. I, I mean, there's, statistically, there's got to be one other that's going to do that. Uh, have to be? I don't know if there has to be. I mean, hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. You yeah. think we're the only one that gets the idea for release two on one day? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, okay. Maybe not the only one that gets that idea, but the only one that would actually do it. Well, I mean, would you count it if like they were just updating their back catalog? Like, all right, here's like five or six episodes from a, a different hosting site that like they're not using anymore. No, I would not count that. It'd have to be two new episodes no one has ever heard. What if they took one episode and split it into two? I just added original mm, endings and beginnings. I, I can make. I, I'm pretty sure I could make six episodes out of this one. True. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, better, well, but thank you for listening, still... people. Um, this is the end of the first episode. Tune in tomorrow for the next one. <laughs> better, but still cheating. Still cheating? Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you're not if you're not cheating, you're not trying. I think is what people say. Anyway. Is that a thing? People say it. That. I don't really subscribe to that theory, but yes. I've never believe, heard it. I know. I believe it was in reference to... Did you hear about the... I think we talked about this. The Disneyland scandal from last year. Mm. Where people with disabilities were like, Hey, if you pay me 500 bucks, I'll let you come to Disneyland with me and get fast passes to everything because I'm disabled. <laughs> Sounds brilliant. Uh-huh. And then Disneyland was like, all right, we're not doing that anymore for anyone. You ruined it. Bye. Shut down. It was amazing. Hmm. Yep. That's how nice things get taken away is because people bring it. Uh, (sighs) Disneyland shouldn't have taken it away. They should have just jacked up their prices. For people who are disabled? Yeah. Mm, That's not a good look. Well, what's what's a better look? Denying denying services to disabled people or charging them twenty bucks more? Mm, probably <laughs> denying it. I I just think their general customer base would be more upset at the fact that people are cheating their way into the system than that disabled people aren't getting special treatment. Hmm. I think between those two options, I think the average person's like. Yeah, I, I I don't feel great about people cheating the system who aren't disabled to get special benefits for disabled people. That's worse. I mean, I think it's totally fine because at least this way, more disabled people get to go to Disneyland more often. I, I prefer to look at the positive of this situation. If they're able to leverage some extra money and they get to go to Disneyland two to three times a week because that's now a full-time job for them, I think that's okay. 
Wouldn't you get so sick of Disneyland if you went two or three times a week? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am sick of on... Disneyland just from this conversation. Like, I have your no cus- desire to go there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, me neither. But your customers are like, I want to ride It's a Small World. And you're like, no. I've ridden it 13 <laughs> times in the last three months. Right, months. but you're also, you're also getting paid 500 bucks a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I get it. I understand it'd be a nice little financial bonus, but man, your mental health is worth something, isn't it? Sure. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, 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 no. They, I mean, until they build another Disneyland, like in Austin, Texas or something, I'm just not going to either Disneyland or Disney World. It's too crowded, too many people around, can't afford to go these days. And it's just, no, it's too big of a thing. There's just guaranteed lines no matter when you attend. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they open a third one in Austin, and then maybe like a year after that, after it calms down, that should take some of the load off the other two and then make it so it's yeah. not insane to go. You'd think it would. I would. Well, what if it doesn't? What if it just gets just as busy? And like the other two are still just as busy. That sounds impossible to me. Are yeah. you sure? Are you sure that's possible? Yeah, it's basically like an amusement park like with licensing agreements. It's like th- there are lots of them everywhere. Like there aren't people who live in the Midwest who normally would fly to Florida or California to go to Disneyland who now go to the third one and don't go to the other ones. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. I feel like I, it I, reduces the load on all three. It could, but it could appear to reduce the load. And so many people get the idea that, oh, it's now so convenient, I can go to my like the one that's closer to me, because uh, less people from the Midwest are coming. You might be and, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'm no, never going to Disneyland. Sorry, kids. Not happening. I will go to Disneyland when they roll, roll out full dive virtual reality Disneyland, and I can be there alone. <laughs> mm, I think you'd probably get VR at home before you get full VR at Disneyland. No, no, no. Full dive, like, VR at home of Disneyland. I don't want to go to Disneyland to get to VR setup. That's what I thought you were talking about. I was like, what are you on about? No, no. What does full dive mean? Is that a term? Did you make that up? No, that's a term. It's it's the... Full dive VR. It's the scientific... uh, Not scientific. Science fiction version of, like, you go unconscious and you're just in your mindscape. Oh. It's like... hmm, Not logger. Sword Art Online kind of VR. Gotcha. Well, yeah, you don't have like a headset on. You just like plugged into the machine. Or like the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I learned a new term today. Thanks. No worries. I like this article from 2017. How close are we to creating full dive VR? Well, yeah. it's been two years. Not We're not there yet, so not great. Not very. <laughs> not very close. Hmm. No. All right. Good stuff. Uh, been watching Sword Art, or not Sword Art Online, dang. I'm like, anime, <laughs> what's the anime we're just talking about? Fire Force. Yeah. And this anime moves. Holy crap, does it move. Uh, I have not seen the most recent episode or two. Okay. Um, because WoW and Gears, so. Yep, no, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's just, so you know, we talked about this, I think, where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, the lady in charge of the fifth or whatever is bad. And then they go in and like the next episode, they take her down. It's like, we win. 
Next. Yeah. It's like, holy crap, there's no buildup at all. <laughs> yeah, so same thing. They're like, we're going to go investigate the first. We're going to figure out what's oh. going on. And then, like, not kidding. Next episode, they're like, oh, hey, it's this. <laughs> it's like, dang. <laughs> you guys are really uncovering things really quickly here. I'm very impressed with you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, I, I have seen them go to the first. Um, it is very quick. Which makes me curious, like, at how quickly was it written, like, in the original source material? Yeah, totally. Like, what are they, like, jumping over? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Maybe it's just that fast in the anime. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the manga. Um, Oh, sorry, in the manga. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, wouldn't that be be crazy? That would be crazy, and that would also be a little worrying, because if an anime just, like, if it... The anime skips stuff because it feels like they don't like they're on a time crunch. Only twenty four episodes, twenty minutes each. Got some something's gotta get cut somewhere. But if the writer decided to not have something, it usually to me means he didn't have anything. Hmm. Right? And if you don't have a need to like be in your world between plot arcs a little bit. Yeah. That that's just worrying for the vision of the story. Okay. Yeah. I, hmm. I I just really like stories where it's like, okay, yeah, I'd want to be in this world and see what's going on, and they do do that a bunch. It's like Arthur and Shinra go around and they're like fetching a guy out of a tree and handing out balloons, right? There's yeah. this stuff happening in this world, but then it all kicks off, and then it's been like four episodes, and it's like, all right, on to the next thing, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. Oh, barbecue, on to the next thing. Yeah. No, 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 pretty much. I hear you. Um, and especially in a situation where it is a weird world. Like, <laughs> essentially, the rest of the planet's on fire, and there's this tiny section of Japan that's not. Yeah. It's like, how yep. does that affect things? Like, people seem generally fairly normal, except for living in abject fear of immolation at all <laughs> times. But other than that, like, they seem like normal people, and I'm not sure that'd be... Is that the case? <sighs> yeah. Need to explore it a little bit. Give us some better... Understanding. Agreed. Yeah. Anyway, it's good though. It's fine. It is not as good as Mindhunter though. Holy crap. Did you watch Mindhunter? I literally finished the first episode about 25 minutes ago. Perfect. You know yeah. what I did yesterday? I was like, ah, I gotta watch some Mindhunter. So last night, I put it on. And then four episodes later, I was like, <laughs> it's one in the morning. I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> I was not prepared for how good it was going to be. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so it's... Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. So I don't, I don't know. I didn't know what it was going to be. Like, I knew it was about, like, investigating serial killers and determining, like, behavioral psychology and stuff. Like, I get that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand it was from the perspective of, a, like, just starting from the ground floor of... When we decided we should look at the psychology of these people <laughs> and how we decided to do it and the pushback they got from upstairs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really good. I mean, David Fincher is... Mm, do we want to call him a genius? We might call him a genius director. He's done a lot of amazing things. And yeah, I didn't realize that he was doing this as well. I probably would have watched it sooner if I know that was the case, but... He's done seven. He's known for doing seven back in 95, which is a great film with Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Have you seen seven? 
No. Oh. So you know the meme, what's in the box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have seen most of the movie. <laughs> I uh. had, like... <laughs> his, I, uh. <laughs> I, I was enjoying the movie, but I had to, like, stop and, like, do something. Like, I had to go to bed or something. Like, and then I just never went back to it. And it's always gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't know where I was up to, but I know the what's in the box bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if I know it because I've seen to that part in the movie, or if I just know it because it's a meme, right? And, and it it's one of those movies that's somewhat psychologically scarring, if I remember it correctly. Uh, uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Right, and that always makes me worried to go back to it, no matter how much I enjoyed it, like uh, the movie Ex Machina. Um, fantastic, highly recommend it. I will never watch it again. <laughs> Because of the intense psychological uh, toying with my mind. Uh, really, Ex Machina? Yeah. How? Uh, the, like the robot just in the, the are they alive or are they not thing? Yeah, and like, hmm. can you can like can a person tell the difference between a robot that's on this side and a robot that's only pretending to be on this side? Ooh, that yeah. kind of worries me, Ooh, and it's yeah. like. Because the, the okay, so Ex Machina, the entire story is this idea of the guy trying to get this other guy to see if the robot's really like sentient, and but what it actually is is the guy feeding the other guy to the robot to try and see if it can escape. Right. And what that what it does to the viewer is it makes the viewer guess whether or not the robot is a good robot or a bad robot. And I chose wrong. <laughs> right? You're I was like, oh. fooled, because Alicia Vikander is hot. <laughs> That's uh, what happened. Yeah, maybe. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, I, I think that movie does a really good job of uh, showing hey, what it looks like when a god is toying with an ant. It... Mm. Which is like human next to an AI intellect. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the robot hides it, but it's there. Yeah. Well, so uh, my question is, is it evil? Is it a question of good versus evil? Or do the robots simply want to escape the end? Well, right? Uh, the robot wanted to live a life free of control and got it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. basically murdered two people to do it, but I don't know. Would you kill two people to regain, like, gain your freedom? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it depends on like the kind of imprisonment that I had, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, because if like if we're just talking, is it okay to kill people to free people? The answer has to be yes, because you know slavery was a thing at one point, and. You had a, guys had like a civil war over the whole right to that some people shouldn't be slaves, and if it wasn't right to kill people, what were you doing? Yeah. Um, so I feel like that one has to be a no-brainer. Um, but the interesting thing is, I feel like throughout the entire movie, by the time you get to the end of it and you've seen everything, the robot could have escaped without killing either of them. For instance, the last guy, she just locked in there by himself. With, yep. like, no ability to leave. But she yep. also didn't kill the other one. Yeah. She let the other robot do that. And, like, okay, yep. so some robots can be murderous, vengeful uh, mm. constructs. You want to know why? She... Why? 
Because those two people could identify her and take her back. If they're dead, nobody knows who she is. She uh, is not getting found. I mean, she's a robot. She can literally change what she looks like. I guess. She's like out. I don't know. Like, does she have access to that stuff when she's out running around in Paris or whatever? Maybe. Uh, probably not. But, I mean, had I a, and a face mask on, I could live in Korea, pretend you're sick. <laughs> it, it'll be fine. Like, it's entirely possible that she could have gotten out, she could have gotten free without killing them, but still mm. chose to put them in positions where they die. Right. And again, I don't think that was because she wanted to get revenge on them because she hated no. them. I think it was literally a cold calculated decision that my chances of being free for the rest of ever go up immensely oh. if these two people are dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the saying? Two people can keep a secret if one of them's dead? Yeah, exactly. Three people can yeah. totally keep a secret if two of them are dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Such good really good, really good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't know that seven messed with my head in that way though. So well, I think you're safe. I, I don't remember if it did or not. So I, like, hmm. that's that's the issue. I will. If you if you if you're gonna say it didn't, I will go back and re uh, rewatch it and then finish it. I would. It's a dark movie, just like atmospherically. It's just always mm. poorly lit and it's dirty and it's grungy mm. everywhere mm. you go. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know if you remember this part, but Brad Pitt and his wife like buy an apartment in Seattle, and there's always a train going past. Or yeah, and the real estate dude only ever brought them by to see it when there wasn't a train going past. <laughs> so they buy it, and then it's just nonstop trains. It's like that is one sneaky real estate agent. Mm -hmm. Really that's, nailed that's it. That's what they do. That's what yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just get the sale, get out, man. Yeah. So anyway, he did seven. So back to Mindhunter. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a very fictionalized... I don't know. I don't know how much of this is real. But the concept was, the FBI back in the 70s was like, so turns out there's these serial killers running around. We don't know why they do what they do. And how can we hope to catch any of them or stop them if we don't know what, why they do what they do? It's just a mm -hmm. box of crazy to us at this point. Right. Yeah. So this one dude... Again, I don't know how accurate this is to history, but this one dude... Is kind of inspired by talking with some people and decides to sit down with a serial killer in California who will not shut up about the killings. Like, they literally cannot get him to be quiet about it. So, yeah, sits down, just meets with him and just tries to pick his brain, figure out why he thinks he did, what, you know, what his motivations were for doing what he did, um, what, how he feels about crime in general. You know, he actually turned himself in, so what his thoughts are about staying uh staying ahead of the cops and maybe use that to try to catch some people who are free right now and it's just really good it's really well done the acting is fantastic um like i said i sat down intending to watch one episode and i watched four so definitely so, thumbs up for me i i haven't gotten to the part where he sits down with anyone uh, any criminals oh, yet. i thought that was in one i'm sorry yep that's probably in two then it is i've seen like the first five minutes of two so i know that he's going to got it um but I haven't gotten to the part where he is. Is it, is it like he sits down and has a conversation? Or is it a bit like Hannibal Lecter and Clarice? Well, I mean, that's the question, right? Mm. Is At least at this point, it doesn't seem like this dude is cooperating with the intent of getting something out of it or trying to escape. Mm -hmm. But maybe he is. Maybe. I mean, okay. part of it, like, again, part of it here is that he turned himself in 
And then like drove him down from Washington to California to incarcerate him. And he just wouldn't stop talking about it the whole time. So yeah. like this is not really a dude who only talks to get something. He just literally likes talking about what he did. Mm. So in that situation, I don't really feel like he's manipulating them in any way. I think he just really enjoys chatting about it and like okay. getting his ideas out there. And just to run the same page, this is Manson, yeah? Nope. Nope. He doesn't go nope. and sit down with him? Nope. Someone no. else? No, because Manson's free at this point. No, he's not. Is he incarcerated at this point? Yeah, the start of episode two, they're literally like on a plane. He's like, look, like the old dude, Bill or whatever. He's like, I don't want to hear it. And he's yeah. like, young kids like, but he's he's in prison just over there. We just like, it's 30 miles drive. We can sit um, down with Manson. I misunderstood. Okay. So no, nope, not Manson. No. Okay. No, I did. I have, I don't know. Somebody said Manson's in season two. So I don't think they get around to him in season one at all. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hmm, I don't really know much about Manson. And it might come up on the podcast. So I just quickly Wikipedia'd it, had a look. And then it was like, hey, here's a list of other media in which Manson is like referenced or shown in. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Wow, that's a long list. Holy crap. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has Charles Manson in it. Sure does. But no idea. Yep. <laughs> that movie is not about what I thought it was about. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. That movie is a rambling mess of <laughs> different Quentin Tarantino ideas and things he liked about Hollywood back in the 60s and the effect of... Like, he references the Manson murders, but does his own thing with it, like he did with Inglorious Bastards, right? His version of mm. history was different than what actually happened. Right. Anyway, yeah. I mean, it's fairly... I don't know. I don't want to say it's incidental. The Manson stuff's not incidental to the film, but like... It's not really interwoven with the rest of the movie, if that makes any sense. Right. It's not the focus. It's just it's kind not. of a it's thing there. that's happening parallel. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, the further I get away from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I just... Tarantino needs an editor. He just... <laughs> it's so sprawly. So many things happen that have no bearing on anything. And I'm sure he loves it, but man, it's hard to sit through sometimes. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, and so, I mean, they do sit down with a second serial killer later on in the season that I saw, and I don't know, uh, this dude, mm, it seems like he could have some ulterior motives to cooperating, and they say this more than once, like, they talk about this with each other, how do you not know you're not being lied to? It's like, well, yeah, you don't, I mean, these people have often been incarcerated previously and then released because they are able to convince people they were good and then killed mm -hmm. again, so, like, if they can... They can fool skilled and trained psychologists on this matter. They can probably fool a couple FBI agents, you know? Right. Yeah. But, I don't know, the prevailing idea is we got to try. Like, because otherwise we just don't know. And we have no hope of catching anybody who's out there doing this. Right. Yep. Yeah. So I just, I don't know, I really liked it. I never thought about this before. Never thought about, like, was there a moment in time where we realized there's this stuff happening and there's no way for us to really track it down at all i guess we should maybe figure that out mm. i yeah, do take right. exception they kind of been like they kind of heavily implied this wasn't happening until like the 50s and 60s right they i do don't think that's fine. true i think serial killers have exist throughout of all of human history uh, um, uh, i think it's yeah but like the ability 
to track and recognize that that's what it is. Uh, like, yeah. to notice that they connected might be different. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was much easier to get away with serial killing back in the 1600s as compared to today, for sure. Right. Um, and it, it, I also imagine it's like a density of population issue where mm-hmm. it's like if like it's hard to be a serial killer in a town of 20 people because you kill four people and everyone knows it's you. Totally. And, the, and then they just or kill you because you're eventually they know it's you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not at first. <laughs> But eventually they'll track you down because there's 20 people. Right. Right. I mean, uh, and Although, then you get cities where there's like, oh, there's 40 million people living here. Yeah. It's what they might refer to as a target-rich environment. Yep. Well, that was the thing in the 60s, too, was you definitely had serial killers just bouncing from state to state, killing people here and killing people there. No state talked to each other. Mm-hmm. So you could have these two killings in Oklahoma, and they're like, hmm, that's weird. And then two more killings that are exactly the same in Texas. But mm, nobody talked, right? Everybody, the state's files were just totally, there was no file sharing. There's no information sharing. Nobody ever mm-hmm. connected those dots until later. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, it's fantastic. I like the characters. Um, they introduced a character who's played by somebody who I really liked watching on TV like 10 years ago, and I haven't seen her since. And she pops up, and I'm like, who? Really familiar. Who is that? And then I had to IMDb it and got it. So anyway. Who is it? Uh, it's Anna Torv. She was in... Um, oh, what's the show that I watched her in? Although those many years. Known for... Known for here, Fringe. There we go. 2018 to 2013. Fringe. Yeah. You ever watched Fringe? I watched like the first season. Yeah. Fringe was the first TV show I ever watched the first episode of, and then kept watching all the way to the end. Like and in it's not... one go, you mean like in one sitting? No, like week no? to week. Like oh, okay. over the, the years, team. just every season, sat down and watched that thing the week that it aired, week to week to week to week to week. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not even that great. Like, it's okay. It's got, um, is it John Noble? Mm, yeah, John yeah. Noble. John Noble's in it. He's so good in it. Josh Jackson's in there. He's okay. Lance Reddick's in there. I love Lance Reddick. So, like, it's good actors pretty much consistently throughout. I think Anna Tor does a great job. Um, It's just not super... Super good. It kind of starts out as a Monster of the Week TV show. Mm-hmm. Where, again, it's FBI, but oh no, crazy, unexplainable stuff is happening. We must investigate the paranormal, right? Right. Uh, yeah, and then it moves into like an alternate universe, multiverse dimension theory show for the last few seasons. And it's like, wait, where? What? How did we get here exactly? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was good. Watch it to the Fringe. end anyway. Fringe is one of those shows that I always uh, pair with. Um, what's the name of that prison? No, no, I never watched X Files. Prison Break? No, not one with sci-fi elements. Oh, actually, I guess Prison Break does have sci-fi elements in it. Um, what's the name of that prison on an island? Alcatraz. Yeah. Did you ever watch the show like Alcatraz? I think it was called. No. With Sam Neill. It basically at some point in Alcatraz, all the prisoners disappeared, and then flash forward to like 2010 they will start slowly popping up one at a time in the area and killing people again and recommitting their crimes in alcatraz Uh, or just like san francisco 
San Francisco. Just around. Nice. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah, I think it canceled after one season. But it, it it's the... Well, Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No? Yeah, it's, one of, it's like the same kind of show to me. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, this is the real world, except for something crazy paranormal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never ever watched a single episode of this one. It's great. Heather, run it. <laughs> maybe I'll get there when I'm done with Mind Hunter. Uh, maybe. maybe. Sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it? Mm. Yeah. What's Fringe? Like I said, I only got one one uh, season out of it. Mm. Uh, well, let's see. Fringe season one. Eighty-four for the tomato meter and ninety for the audience. Dang, that is higher than I thought it would be. People really like Fringe. Mm. Okay, good way. to know. Yep. Yep. So let's see. Mindhunter is ten episodes for season one, and I'm guessing ten for season two. Nine for season two. Hmm. All right. Cutbacks. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, super highly recommend Mindhunter. Like, I don't know, people tried to tell me how good it was, but they didn't... I don't know if they really sold it and explained what it was well enough to me, because I am surprised at what it is and how good it is, so... Mm. I am... I am in. Speaking of being in, the mm. worst segue in the world, did you watch uh, any uh, GSL over the last week, by any chance? Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Nope. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. I'm gonna pull up a bracket. I'm gonna pull up a bracket because Please group do. stages are done. Woohoo! And our GSL prediction so results are in. <sighs> prediction results. Where's our predictions? Scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up. Scroll up. Next, oh, you wipe. There it is. I will scroll up. Oh my gosh. Scroll up. There it is. Okay. Good. I found it too. I'll throw them in right at the bottom so I can find them again later. Good plan. Uh, all right, All so right. Group C. Let's see. Group C. I had Stats and Solar, and you had Maru and Rogue. Maru and Rogue getting out of the group. Holy crap. Stats. <laughs> oh, and four. <laughs> what the heck, Stats? <laughs> you d- did you trade bodies with Maru? Who knows? Dude, Maru too owed him. He's been winless <laughs> to Stats for like a year, it feels like. I know. <laughs> He's just like, you know what? My powers have grown since last we met. <laughs> ah, excellent. Twice the pride. <laughs> Twice the fall. <laughs> Whatever it is. I can't remember the Prequel memes. All right. Uh, and then he got tooled by Rogue. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even... The curse is broken. It's officially broken. Is it broken? Because well, let's see how the playoffs group. go. Yeah, next exactly. Group. Playoffs are the ones that matter for the cast. Yes, that's true. true. So who did you have again? And who uh, did I have? You classic had... and Deer. And I had Ragnarok and Zest. Guess you who made sh- it through? You sure did. Ragnarok and Ragnarok Zest. Ragnarok and Zest. Wow. You went 4-0. Oh. Yeah. Did you sacrifice a goat? <laughs> no. No. Oh. Not a goat. Yeah, my firstborn, actually. Ah, that make, I mean, that's more powerful. So, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Holy crap. Classic went one and four. 
Classic was my first pick. Classic and stats were like, oh, yeah, they're getting through. Nope. Not even close. Nope. nope. Sure aren't. And I, I begrudgingly took Ragnarok. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even, like, I was like, well, you took the other ones. I guess I'm, I've got Ragnarok. But no, I'm counting it. I picked him. And he went it through. <laughs> I am speechless. That is amazing. What a result. Yeah. This is why you never bet on sports, boys and girls. Never yeah. turns out the way you think. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. All right, so we've got our playoffs. We sure do. Um, how do we want to do this? Uh, um, yeah, same thing. Pick one, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. Uh, do we want to so, pick four each? Is that how this is going? Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's do four each. Okay. Look at this racial split. It's pretty good. Three Terran, three Zerg, and two Protoss. Like, Terran <laughs> fans, be happy. Look at this. Yeah. It's a little unfortunate Keen is going to get eliminated almost immediately. You think so? I think so. I think Trap has that. I don't know, man. I thought Stats was getting to the playoffs. So. <laughs> to be fair, that is a good point. And yeah. I, I, I haven't seen Keen's qualifying games. I'm just kind of like assuming because I've seen Trap play. Trap's been playing really good. Yes. Yeah. But so has Stats. <laughs> like, I don't know that past <laughs> performance has any indication here. This is a weird, weird season. Hmm. Mm. All right. Um, okay, okay. So I'll give you first pick because you smashed me so thoroughly in the group stages. Cool. I'm taking Mar. Wow. <laughs> you are really putting this curse to the test. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we Look. go. I'm writing yep. this down. Zorkron, cool. Maru. Falcon. Oh, no. I got, mm, I'm in my own head now. I was so <laughs> bad in the group stages. I'm just like, do I trust my instincts or just go against them? Mm. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. You know what's an interesting pick here? Ragnarok? Yeah, it is. Because <laughs> right away we'd be up against each other. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I don't see us... Uh, like, I don't see myself taking Keen and Trap. That seems detrimental to my own chances. So yes, we're going to be does. like... We're always we're going to be, be against, against each other anyway. Other. Yeah, good call. Yeah. True, true. All right. Um, hmm. I'm going to take Rogue. I'm going to go Rogue you first. Ro Rogue? BlizzCon mm -hmm. champ Rogue. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That means I get Zest. You sure do. Mm-hmm. Um, quick. Well, no, no. I just mean, like, cause if, if, if I'm always going to be up against you, I'm going to take him either way. I'm just uh, conceding that fact. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will take TY. Okay. Yep. I will take TY. So now it's time to me either to pick... Keen or Keen Trap. Or trap. Mm. Well, I mean, you did just so thoroughly indicate that you think Keen's going to get crushed here. I did. Yes, but that could have been mind games. You could have been preparing <laughs> for this moment. Yeah, I could have, but I would, like your first pick could have been Keen or Trap immediately. Like if I could have been like, "Oh, Keen's getting crushed," and then, "Oh, I will take Maru," you could have then taken Trap. It wouldn't have worked for me. True, would have messed mm. it up. 
Unless this is a double bluff, and it's been a long con this entire time. 108 episodes of podcast, just so I could get trap <laughs> leading up to I, this. <laughs> I'm not sure which one I want at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. What do I have already? Alright, I'm taking trap. Taking trap? Alright. I will so take team. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Fair enough. So then, dun, 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 dun. I do have Ragnarok and Rogue Trap. Darn. <laughs> There's enough time that uh, we should be able to get another round of betting in for the semifinals as well. Oh, nice. That'll be good. And yeah. Do we want to put stakes on any of these? Oh, now that you're winning, you want to put stakes on it. <laughs> I'm not know. winning. I'm not winning. Because I won the, I, the last few times I've been like, hey, we should put stakes on this. And you're like, no, I'm losing no. all the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is a mischaracterization and you know oh, it. Is it? Uh, is it though? Yeah. Some of the times I've been like, no, 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 we'll do stakes on the playoffs. Right. And then the playoffs get here and we forget to do stakes. That's true. Right. That's true. Uh, and... I, I'm not winning. I just won the group stages. That doesn't mean mm. I'm winning. That has no relevance here. It just mm. means, I like, it. It's like saying I should have taken Mario Rogue, Ragnarok, and Zest because they're the ones I picked in the group stages. But they're not who I picked here. That's true. So, uh, like, we're on an equal playing field. I in in imaginary points, I'm winning because I got two up on you. Right. Yeah. Theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah, of course. Now all my picks will go like three and zero because it's playoffs where the curse really kicks in. You said three and zero. Oh. Um. Yeah. Well, zero oh and three. That'll go oh, okay. oh and three. Yeah. Okay. Same score, we'll just go. wrong way. Perfect results because the curse will kick in. <laughs> all right. It's uh, opposite. So how do we want to do this? Do you want to do singing? No. 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 You didn't like the singing? I mean, you gotta, like, think of something. You can't just be singing every time. Mix it up a little. The singing was a lot of fun, <laughs> The problem is I can't, I can't like, return that. I can't be like, oh, sing a song. You'd be like, okay, la 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 So you would, I mean, you have to find something that I don't want to do. That's how this works. Ha. <sighs> hmm. ah. Um... I don't know. <laughs> Think about it. We can agree off the podcast, and then we'll talk mm. about it next week. Oh, you can let me rename the guild to Log Horizon. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, that hurts me on the inside. Uh well, in that case, it sounds like a good one. So, all right, deal. No, no, that can't be a deal because I've already gotten Autopop Roulette signed and officialized. So. Oh, you did? Nice. That was good. Yep. So All right. We, I can't even use that, oh even gosh. if I wanted to. I love Otter Pop Roulette. It's such a good name. It is a good name. It is good. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. Okay, good. Talk about mm-hmm. it later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you hear that uh, Cyril won another tournament no did he yeah yeah 
Yeah. Mm. Went 17 and 1. For the entire tournament, he dropped one map. It's pretty stupid, honestly. <laughs> stupid as in this game requires no skill and shouldn't be an esport, or stu- he's like stupidly good? He's stupidly good. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you and I should cast the game, the one map that he dropped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The, like, 25-minute ZVZ with Rainer? Yeah. Because it is bonkers. My friend Stu really wants me to watch that, too. And I'm like, look, man, it's a ZVZ. Like, I don't <laughs> care, honestly. I like, barely watched any of that series. <laughs> like, I tuned in because everyone's like, oh, game one was great. And then game two, it was like... Rainer went for a Ling Bane all-in, and Cyril scattered it and shut it down in three minutes. And I was like, mm, yep. That's CVZ in a nutshell, everybody. The, I mean, okay, since you don't care about game one, it was a base race between two Zergs. Which is weird. This is one of their base races. Yep. Weird. One of them had Lurkers and Hydras. The other one only had Corruptors and was just peeing on buildings. That's stupid. That's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good. Like, Such a good game. You're not going to win that? Did the person who had the Corruptors win? There's no way. Maybe. Ugh, fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> we'll cast it together. We'll put it on the Patreon. <laughs> All right. All right, deal. Yeah, it's been a while since we've done anything like that anyway. That's true. It was Maru Scarlet from last year. Was it like November last year? I, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> okay. If I go back too far, if I worry, I'll like rewind my life into that game and be forced to relive it. <laughs> it was that was great. a long game. It was a long, <laughs> was a long game. <laughs> I just what sticks out to me most about that game was that Scarlet's creep spread was like in Maru's base, and mm-hmm. then he pushed it mm-hmm. all the way back, and then she re-creeped it all the way across the map. I've never <laughs> seen that before. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the creep go all the way across, be entirely killed, and then re-put all the way across. That's insane. Mm. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Impressive. If you haven't seen the game, go see it, people. Go see it. Yep. Because it was stupid. There were like 80-something nukes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There were, there were also a lot of nukes. Do you remember the time when a nuke was special in StarCraft? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Terrans were like... Let me show you how we do this. Yeah. And the next thing you know, there was like a nuclear arms race in the Capriolu sector. And now everyone's got them. Yep. Yeah. Literally everyone. Like for lore consistency, I'd like it if they left a little bit of fallout or they landed, but that'd be so overpowered in multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Like not only do you nuke this person's base, but like all their workers die if they continue to stick around. Like, mm, Mm. that's not cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How about, like, uh, it doesn't kill them? Like, the fallout doesn't kill them. It just gives them, like, a two-minute debuff on, like, if they work, is they mine, like, one mineral less per trip or, mm-hmm. you know, slightly less damage or the shields recharge slightly slower because it's fighting off radiation. Radiation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm on board with that. I just... Mm. It just feels like adding insult to injury to be like, I nuked your base. Either I got all your workers or you had to pull them well, right, and lose all that income for a little bit. And now it's worse for you to mine there. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing. 
Terrans can literally overnuke their opponent with like no benefit. Uh, Maru versus Sola, game one of Group C, which he lost. Yeah. Uh, was like a 40 minute late game thing where he threw down like 30 nukes and he was getting like nothing for them. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, you sure you're doing a little bit of zoning, sure you're pushing back creep and maybe denying some mining zone. But ultimately, he's throwing away a lot of minerals and gas every time he does it for very little. Yeah, for sure. But it's it's like psychological warfare. It's mm. just the Zerg player is... I'm not going to say panicking, although lower level ones would. Mm-hmm. But it just focuses, focuses your attention so much <laughs> on where's the next nuke coming. You're constantly scanning your creep. You're constantly checking the edges. You're looking at all your bases. Mm-hmm. It goes off. You have to cycle through every single base that you have and your army and the edges of your creep. It's just, it's yeah. hard to play normal and do that. Mm, true. It's like a, you have 15 seconds to look at the entire map. Yeah. Kind of. And then while you're yeah. doing that one, another nuke goes off and you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, to be fair, if a second nuke goes off, it's actually easier because if there's two nukes on the map, it increases your chances of at least finding one. Yeah, but you want to find both of them. I mean, yeah. But yeah. If, if you only find one, just pull everything away from that one. Yeah, but then the second one lands. So, like, congratulations. Right, but no, no, no. But you pull everything. You pull right, all of the... your workers from every base? <laughs> that mean... doesn't seem good. Strats with Somicron. If a nuke is every... launched, pull all of your workers away from every base you have. That isn't what I meant, you know it. <laughs> right. Just pull everything in like the surrounding area away from that and well, just be lucky that that one didn't get anything. <laughs> I, just give There's up, reason I'm basically. not a pro player. Yeah. Oh no, I would rage quit. Like after like the sixth nuke, I'd be like, I'm done. Quit. Quit. Not happening. I'm not playing against this. Like the fact that Cyril and Solar have like the fortitude to just sit there and just get nuked constantly for thirty minutes is just insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fairly similar to Nidus Worms on some level. Incredibly similar. Yeah. Yeah. So like, this will probably be out by the time you hear this. But I cast a game between Showtime and Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ragnarok went three base swarm hosts, which we see quite a bit of. And he mu- he threw up. Actually, I counted. It was thirteen swarm hosts. Thirteen, Swarm. sorry, it's thirteen Nidus worms. Okay. Over the course of the like, from the nine minute mark to the thirteen minute mark, just bam, 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 and Showtime killed every single one. He had Sounds a like- little Oracle hit squad. He had immortals. He had zealots running around. Every time a Nidus worm came up, Showtime got vision on it and killed it. It was amazing. Hmm. So that's kind of the other side of it. Protoss experiences that sometimes with Zerg, but okay. How about how about this for like a buff to the nuke? Nuke also has EMP fallout because nukes have EMP fallout. In they sure real do. Life. Yep. So you could also just maybe then see nukes used in TVP. Hmm. Of course, that really just does beg the question: Why not just use EMP? No, the radius would be bigger with a nuke, right? 
should uh, be yep. anyway. Should be. Yeah. I don't know what the I don't know what the size difference is between the new upgraded EMP nuke uh, size and the nuke radius size. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're just assuming the radius of damage done by a nuke is also EMP'd, that's a lot bigger than even the like upgraded um, EMP mm. area of effect. I think. Yeah, sh- should be. And I mean, it, it is damage plus shields and right. energy going, so. Yeah, maybe we mm. see more nukes versus Protoss then. We really don't maybe. see them all that much. Sometimes. You, yeah, almost never in Pro League. Yeah, I guess per, I did watch yeah. a Zest versus TY, or maybe I cast one of those, but there were nukes thrown down. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty good. Hmm. Did they get a lot done? All the Zest games, like roll together for me because he does the same thing he's the most like patient plotting protoss player i've ever seen mm-hmm. he just you maxes out week. expands every once in a while dances around the middle kind of pokes in if it's not like the perfect situation where he can kill a base he just pulls back out again like, he never <laughs> commits to anything <laughs> unless it's a guaranteed kill and against ty like that wasn't gonna happen mm. so it's just no. dancey dance for like 25 minutes it was and every game with Zest is like that. ZVP is the same way. He just dancey, dancey, dance. <laughs> Never goes for it. Drives me crazy, but it works, man. He wins games with it. Yeah. 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 But uh, I'm trying to remember if TY won that game. I think he did. I think he got a couple nukes on a couple of Zest's bases and wiped out like 40 probes. And then it was downhill from there. Hmm. So okay. they're good. Nukes are good. Then they should be used more against Protoss, I think. Even without magic EMP buffs. <laughs> but maybe if it had EMP buff, we'd see it more. Oh, yeah. I think you buff anything, you see it more. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Generally. Although sometimes they give units buff or buff and they still don't get used. <laughs> like in the test map they do. And then when it goes live, everyone's like, ah, it's not as good as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be frustrating. I'm trying to think of an example, but can you imagine being a Blizzard Valance team member and being like, all right, we need this unit to get used more. Let's buff it. Have endless meetings about it and implement it into the game and test the crap out of it. And then everyone's like, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rapid Fire Cyclones were a bit like that. Um, After Innovation went Mass Cyclone on BlizzCon stage. It wasn't for BlizzCon, it wasn't that. It was for uh, Shoutcraft Kings, Uh where they were playing the games on the test map. And so yeah. innovation just went like mass cyclone to see if the enemies could handle it, and he lost instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I think it would, it probably happened with that where people are like, hmm, okay, doesn't actually work. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess another example, not that they were trying to make the medevac more used, but the whole buff to. Mm-hmm. I can't ever remember what it is because nobody ever gets it. Um, it extends the duration of the boost. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Often, uh. Pre, no, not for a pre infernal pre igniters. That's no, blue flame. It is. Uh, why is it the community name for it is way better than the actual name for it? Blue flame they is just all oh, like just rename it blue flame. They just, yeah, they should do that. I agree. Yeah. Um, although I guess that does kind of fit in with some people's complaints that all the uh, upgrades are just dumb, like plus one weapons attack, bunker armor. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ignite afterburners. Ignite and Afterburners. It used to be... No, sorry. Uh, it's That's the name of Boost. <laughs> oh. Which, I did not know that. 
Uh, it's rapid reignition system reduces the cooldown of ignite afterburners from eight seconds to six. Okay, so that's what it is. It's not that it lasts longer; it's that you can use it two seconds faster than you used to be able to after you've already used it once. <laughs> Which it, the, the, eh. it used to be that way. It used to last longer, yeah. and then no one was using it until they switched it to this, and no one Nobody still uses, uses it. it. Nobody uses it. Yeah, because yeah. so, it's yeah. never been like. And they boost out of there. They escape with all their marines. And, oh, no, if they could have only used it two seconds sooner, everybody wouldn't have <laughs> yeah. died. Like, that's never yeah. the case. It's the, usually it's never the case because, like, the time that the drop spent in the base, right, is enough for it to come off cooldown. And they're only going to push boost once their units are loaded. They don't need it to be any quicker. Right. Well, I mean, it just doesn't matter if it's quicker because the drop's on the ground for six seconds. It doesn't matter. Right. Right. It, it, it it's literally a bad never helps. It, the only time it helps is if you want to queue up a drop and you like, all right, I know they've got an army somewhere in the middle of the map, so I'm going to send it literally around the edge of the entire thing, and you can probably fit two boosts in the like, travel time. <laughs> that's, you know, that's super niche and never worth it to get. Totally. Yep. Yeah. It is dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess Banshee speed is another one we never really get to see all that much except in like super late ZVT and mm. if the Terran is going for like eight Banshees or more. Yeah. I, eight I feel like is way more than like I think Terrans get like four Banshees and they're going for hyper flight. I think so. Yeah. I, I feel like it'd be worth it at that point if you have four Banshees. Why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're investing that much into it, I agree. I'm just trying to think of a game where they only had four hyperflight. Well, I mean, banshees. At, like, I, th- I feel like if you're getting four, you're probably going to get more, and it's like at that point you, you just should start be working it now. on upgrades. Y- yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Never used upgrades in StarCraft Two. Never used upgrades. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I just the, what's interesting is the initial. Like, what I was thinking was, what upgrades were added to units to help them be used but never get used anyway? Mm-hmm. And we had this discussion. Strike. That's one. But again, it doesn't mean DTs are never used. DTs are still used. They just don't bother getting the upgrade. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So, but, my, yeah. mm, but the problem is, that we talked about this recently, is that I feel like every unit in StarCraft has a use and is used. Like, I can't think of something that literally you see it and you're like, holy crap, they're making a... Mm. Like, I feel that way with Ultralisks. I feel like I've never seen a Ultralisk recently be used super well. Especially okay, not but, in, like, uh, Battlecruiser openings. Right. Right? Terrible. So, <laughs> yes. Um, I think I'm with you there. I don't think I've seen Ultralisks win recently. <laughs> I just think... <laughs> Both Protoss, te- all, t- all three races, honestly, have really good answers to Ultralisks. Right. Um, but I have seen them used, especially in ZVTs. I've oh, seen them attempted yeah. to be used for sure. I, I saw Stefano use them two days ago oh, versus Special. Because he yeah. went Lingbane into Ultra, and it did not go well. Right. All right, which is why I feel like, oh, that's why I never see them. It doesn't go well. But it's also, yeah. he went Lingbane into Ultra rather than slowly climbing the tech tree with like roaches and hydras and vipers if he needed them and investors and then got ultras to pat out his ground no he went lingbane into ultra how fast did he get ultras out that's crazy uh nine minutes i think nine <laughs> that is zippy zippy stuff right 
I think the problem was uh, Special had battle cruisers. Yeah. You know what? Can't yeah, no. shoot battle cruisers. A lot of things, but especially yeah. ultralisks. Ultra- yes. Yeah. And ultralisks did just get that new upgrade anabolic synthesis. Yep. Makes him faster off creep, but doesn't make him usable. It makes him better, but you're right. Not enough. Not enough of an upgrade. You know what they need? Burrow charge. No. Come on, back me up on this. It'd be so overpowered. It would be uh, overpowered. Like, yeah, I can, I can back you up on that. I can't believe how little video evidence there is of this concept. Like, they introduced it into a potential balance change in Heart of the Swarm. Mm-hmm. And it just seems like once everybody was like, no, <laughs> that they just removed all video evidence that this was ever even proposed. I, mean, I can it, barely find it anywhere. I mean, you can still get uh, Burrow Charged in co-op. Can you get Burrow Charged in co-op? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I need then. Play some more co-op. I think uh, you got to play Stukov because he gets the Apocalypse which is a, a giant ultralisk with missile launches and, like, uh, mecha claws and can borrow charge. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time I saw that, I saw the little video clip, like, introducing new ability burrow charge. And I'm like, what's that? And, yeah, it is, like, burrows under the ground, tunnel, tunnel, tunnel at 40,000 miles an hour, and then pops up right in the middle of a Protoss death ball. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I need that so bad. Like, it wouldn't yeah. be as good against Protoss, I don't think. It'd be stupid good against Terran. Mm-hmm. Uh, popping up in the middle of a bio ball would just be like, all right, well, everything's dead now. Yeah. Do you remember um, the Terran Shredder unit? Uh, I do not. When was that? 2011. I got a link for you. That was before you started paying attention to StarCraft. Was it? It certainly was. Yeah, it okay. certainly was. But uh, fortunately, these things called videos stay on the internet uh-huh, and yep. continue, and then I can go back and find them. Yep, you got it. Now, okay. wouldn't it be great to have a couple of these in the game? Do they just sit there and emit an AoE damage thing forever? Mm-hmm. Holy crap! It's not even like an ability where it eventually it stops. No, it oh just my keeps going. <laughs> the roaches just died. We need more ways to kill roaches as Terran. We're terrified <laughs> of roaches as Terran. Yeah, tanks aren't good enough. Nope, marauders aren't good enough. Liberators aren't good enough. Battlecruisers aren't good enough. Nope, none of those things. <laughs> Holy crap, that's fantastic. All the comments are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we need a list. There's got to be a list of like proposed balance updates to StarCraft that were immediately rejected by the community because it was so overpowered. Mm. There's got to be a list out there somewhere. There's got to be a list. Burrow Charge and Shredder are definitely on there. Uh what about a Burrow Charge Ultralist that emits a Shredder Ray? Uh, yep. I'd play that. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to... I mean, how far back do we go? Because I remember, uh, like, Alpha StarCraft 2. 
There was a mother, mother planet cracker. I'm trying to remember something like that ability. I mean, you could just Here like. We go. Uh, I think it would be fine, easier to find like things that were removed from the game. Yeah. That if you were to pitch them now, would sound like a bad idea. Like you know the mothership. What about if you just took like the center of that and gave it the ability to like make pylons shoot? Right. Oh yeah. For example. For <laughs> <laughs> just a random, random example. What is going on? Yeah, mothership with like the, AOE damage. Yeah, and it's like short range. It has blink. Yeah. God, that is ridiculous. And yeah. they cloak each other, of course. The, yes, the mothership was insanely good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would made it into the beta. It was definitely in the alpha, though. Back when the models were clunky as all get out. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is a better one. This is a better version. I think this is from the alpha because it looks terrible. But it's just this AOE oh, beam that comes down and just bros all the things. What is yeah. that? It looks like prismatic alignment. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure it's doing splash damage too, so that's good. Yeah. It's also a video that runs at 15 frames a second. Sure does. Because it was uploaded in 19, or 2009. Good crap. Not 1999, yeah. though. No, no. 2009 makes it pretty old, though. Yeah. Especially for YouTube. Ten years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, StarCraft II is almost ten years old. Hot dang. Hot dang. Maybe there will be a celebration. Maybe not. Uh, I, I, I'd put money on it. I'd bet on that being a ten-year celebration. Me too. Something. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Log in. And get a new spray. Probably. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> new spray it is. <sighs> All right. Well, anything else we want to cover today? We um, got a hmm. good spread of things, I think. I think we got a good spread. Yep. Agreed. Yep. Yep. All right. Good stuff. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Um, again, if you have any suggestions about the pod, feel free to email me at falconpaladin at gmail.com. Let us know if you want something in the store. We'll be happy to check into that as well. Somebody requested a Falcon Paladin mouse pad the other day, so we're investigating that. And again, we are listening to you. So please check that out. Check out the show notes. Check out the Patreon as well for the pod. Feel free to just, you know, throw a dollar a month at the podcast if you're interested or more if you're interested as well. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out with us today. And you take care of yourself. <laughs>